All right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, as always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is April 13th, 2023 and week 219. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about music in the church. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks and we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. We pray that you guys get something out of it and learn how to apply these scriptures to all of our daily lives. So take it away, Minister Tony Banks. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne uh, of grace, your throne of mercy, your throne of love, Lord, asking that you would continue to help us, Lord, that you would continue to open our eyes, that you would continue to elevate us, Lord. Uh, just help us to be the people that you're calling for us to be, Lord, not the people who our friends, our family members, our, our spouses, Lord, uh, uh, everyone in the world not the people who they want us to be, Lord, but the people who you want us to be. Lord, help us to deny ourselves, Lord, uh, uh, the, the things that our flesh desires to do, Lord, that are contrary to you. Lord, help us to overcome those things, Lord. But we're praying that uh, we could just make you proud, Lord. We want to hear the words, well done, uh, because uh, we just desire to please you. Uh, Lord, help us uh, throughout this Bible study that you would uh, give us your knowledge, your wisdom, your truth, Lord, that you would give us revelation. Lord, we're praying that you would open our eyes to scriptures and uh, to things that we read, things that we've been taught. Uh, Lord, help us to just understand clear, clearer than what we once seen things, Lord. Help us to just understand it more and more. And as Melvin said, Lord, help us to apply these things, Lord. Help these things to be real to us. Help us to utilize these things uh, every day of our life, Lord. But we're praying all these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we're talking tonight about music in the church. Uh, music is something that everyone loves. Um, I, I have not found a person yet that does not like any song. I mean, not one song in the world. Uh, people might enjoy different uh, singers, different artists, different uh, performers, whatever you wish to call them. Uh, people might listen to different genres, uh, country, hip hop, all, all types of stuff people listen to. Um, um, uh, jazz gospel, you know, people listen to different stuff, rock and roll, but at the end of the day, people love some form of music. Uh, it just seems to do something to your ears when you hear it. Uh, when you hear somebody perform, you're like, man, wow, you know, they, they really uh, played that. They really uh, did a fantastic job. Uh, so I want to talk about music because uh, it is a huge is a huge uh, part of all of our lives. Uh, if you watch TV, look, they're they're going to play music during the during the shows, during the commercials. Uh, if you watch a movie, 
there's going to be some type of music and sound effects going on. Uh, whatever you do in this life, music seems to enhance it. Uh, music seems to kind of bring things out uh, a little bit more. Uh, it, it kind of adds on uh, to the words that people say. Um, and, and, it, and it plays a, a, a huge role uh, just in our everyday life. So I want to talk about that uh, for those reasons, uh, but also because what type of music should we be listening to? You know, um, I grew up listening to a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of stuff of which I do not listen to any longer uh, because I realized that the music that I was listening to uh, told me to do everything God told me not to. Uh, and instead of listening to God, I oftentimes find myself listening to those people uh, who made those songs. Um, and so I just want to look at music tonight. So first we want to uh, go back to the beginning, back to the book of Genesis. See, music's been here uh, since the beginning now. Uh, so we're going back to the book of Genesis, chapter 4, uh, verse 21, if you will. And his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all, such as Handel, the harp, and organ. Now, this is the first instance that I'm aware of now. We're only four chapters into the book. This is the first instance that, I, that I've noticed where... We're talking about musical instruments. Now, of course, we make music with our hands, with our mouth, with our feet, <laughs> with whatever, whatever body part we can. We're, we're making music. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I barely leave that long. You, you see people make music all the time. But the man here, Jubal, the Bible says he's the father of all such as handle the harp and the organ, uh, the string instruments and the wind instruments. We see him to be the first person uh, to do this. We see him to be the father of those people, the, the inventor, the innovator of these instruments. And I'm thankful that the man did it uh, because we're using musical instruments every single day, all day. You know, uh, sadly, I've, I've heard people talk before about how uh, we should not have musical instruments. And if God said that now, I'll agree with it. Regardless of how much I love musical instruments, if God said in the word, we're not supposed to do it. If he shows in the word, we're not supposed to do it. Look, I'll stop today. I'll stop. But, you know, I've heard people talk about how we should not use musical instruments in the church. But what blew my mind is that people would say this type of thing, and yet they're using musical instruments every day. But when they get out in their car and somebody starts coming over into their lane, they're blowing their horn. If somebody's at the stoplight, and they've both been stopped for a couple of minutes or so. And the light turns green. And yet the person does not go. The first thing they reach down to do, <laughs> they're going to alert them with their horn and say, hey, man, get out the way. 
because you're holding me up. We're using musical instruments. See, what music actually is designed for is to communicate. When you hear a certain melody, um, if somebody played the happy birthday to you song, they wouldn't have to sing a single word. You would know exactly what they're playing because these things are used for communication. That's what music is for, to communicate a certain message. Even in the times of war, they use instruments. They use trumpets and different instruments to communicate. Hey, look, it's time for us to attack. It's time for us to go north. It's time for us to go south. It's time for us to go east. It's time for us to go west. But it's time for us to retreat. We've lost. They're drunk. They, <laughs> they use it to communicate. That's what it's for. Uh, that's one of his uh, uh, purposes, um, and really the main purpose. But so we find, I just wanted to go here first and foremost to show this is where it began. Now, if you find something before this, look, show me so I'm, I'm, I'm more educated on this because I, I want to learn. That's what I desire to know more and more because I want to make sure that we're on the right track. Um, and I first have to make sure I'm on the right track. So if you find anything before this, please enlighten me, because I do want to know. But this is the first man now that we can find. Um, to, it tells us he invented these things, the string instruments and the wind. Um, from what they tell me, the organ was different back then. Um, but now we're not going to get into all of that. But now I want to go to the book of First Samuel, chapter 16, uh, because music, as I said, it plays a huge part, an important part of the church. Now, I don't want you to think that music is more important than the word of God. Uh, I don't want you to think that. Uh, if that were the case, I'd be on here every week uh, playing some keyboard or playing the drums or playing <laughs> playing the flute to you. I say, yep, come to Bible study and I just play the flute all night and, and have milk and play some, play the drums just all night. I'm, I will not say it is more important than the word of God. Uh, but to be honest with you, I heard a person say, we cannot live without um, the word of God. And I 100% agree with that. They did say we could live without music. And now, while I, I agree with that sentiment that it is possible to live a life without musical instruments, uh, I'm wondering what type of life that would be. I'm wondering, because uh, it seems I, 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 to me now, God didn't tell me this. It would seem very hard for us to live a life with absolutely no musical instrument, it would have to be no sound. There would have to be no sounds whatsoever because I'm telling you music is about communication. See, we communicate to people through music. But it does even more than that. See, somebody, when I heard the man say we, uh, we could live without it, I'm wondering how so. Now, I'm not telling you it's more important than the word of God. Now, do not misunderstand me because I don't believe that. 
I will never believe that. But now music has an important role. Pick us up here now, Melvin. In the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 16. Now, this is book now. I want you to believe what you find in this book, because God knows I believe what I find in here. Uh, and I have not found it yet to be false. 1 Samuel, chapter 16, verse 23. And it came to pass, when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David... You know what? Go go to, uh, I'm sorry, go to verse 14. Go, let's go to 14 first. All right. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, mm-hmm. and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. God allowed an evil spirit to trouble Saul. Now, Saul is the king of Israel at this time. But God is done with him. God is, God is allowing the devil's spirit to come upon Saul. God's allowing this now. Look and read what they said after this. Pick us up in verse 16, man. Let our Lord now command thy servants, which are before thee, to seek out a man who is a cunning player on an harp. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand and thou shall do well, shall be well. Lord Jesus. An evil spirit now, the devil, uh, in a way that we would understand it, the man became possessed. And look at what they said would help him. See, we're looking for all kind of medication today. We're looking for some medication. We're taking all types of pills. Uh, we're, we're taking all types of liquids. Uh, they've got all types of gummies. They've got stuff you can inject. They've got all types of stuff out now for medication purposes. But this is the medicine. That was declared for Saul. I believe God had a hand in this. This is the medicine that they said he needed. See, for somebody to say we can live without music, I'm wondering, how can you live without your medication? When you have a condition that God says, I'm not going to heal this, but you can use this medication. How can you live without the medication? So he said, when the evil spirit is upon Saul, we need somebody to play some music for him, some anointed music, some music of the angels, some music of God to deliver this man from the spirit. That's what was determined here for all those people that would say music is not that important or for those people who declare we don't need music in our churches. That sounds like the devil. That sounds like somebody wants the evil spirits to continue working in people. That's what it sounds like to me. Because music has a way of shifting how you feel. There's so many times where people say, man, I don't feel good. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing that. 
Look, I even hear people at work. They said, man, if they would just let us listen to music, I'd be so much more productive. I'd get so much stuff done because the music just shifts your attitude. It shifts your mind. It causes you not to focus on how bad something might be. So now you're focused on, man, I'm feeling this. This is good. I like this. This is my favorite song. The music shifts us. It shifts us. So they now find David, who God had anointed to be king, even though Samuel, excuse me, uh, even though Saul was king at the moment, but I don't want to get into that. God allows David to play for him. So now go back to where we were, Melvin. Um, Drop back down. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played with his hand. Mm-hmm. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Now, <laughs> if this was not of God, look, I don't care what you do, you are not running an evil spirit off without the power of God being on your side. It will not happen. We find people in the New Testament in Acts chapter 19 tried to perform an exorcist to cast out evil spirits and those spirits looked at them (laughs) and pretty much asked them in my words, man, what do y'all think y'all doing? Y'all are foolish if y'all think we're going to listen to you. They said, look, Paul I know Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? We don't even know who you are. And those spirits put a whooping on those people. See, the evil spirits only are going to operate and move out of the way when God is involved. So what this tells me now is that when the music is played, certain music now, godly music, when it's played, God gets involved. God respects the music. Talked, um, I believe that was last week's Bible study. We talked about God having, not having respect for Cain's offering and God having respect for Abel's offering. We find here David offers something to the Lord God. God has respect. He responds to the music that David was playing. Otherwise, the evil spirit would have stayed on Saul. This is the role of music in our churches, in our lives, not just in the church building now. We should be listening to godly music every day of our life. Because it will help you. See, a lot of times uh, we get in the wrong spirit. We get in the wrong, with the wrong attitude. Sometimes we're upset. Sometimes we're sad. And the music will help us. Now, I'm not telling you, again, I'm not telling you substitute the word of God for music. I'm telling you to use both. Use both. Because they go hand in hand. See, there's so many songs. See, if you're listening to the right music, the songs that you listen to 
will talk about the word of God. Oftentimes, they will be direct scriptures from the word. If you're listening to the right stuff. So I want to run over and look at some other things now. Uh, before, run over to 2 Kings uh, chapter 3 and verse 15, because I want to show you this happen again. Second uh, Kings chapter 3 and verse 15. I want to show you this happen again. Actually, we might go up. Well, you know what? To save time, save a little bit of time at least. Uh, yeah, let's let's just start at let's start at verse fourteen. Start at verse fourteen. Now, what has happened here? Before you read, man, what has happened here is uh, these kings have called for a prophet, and they desire to hear the word of God. They want this prophet to tell them something that God told him. And so I want to look at the prophet's response to them now. Elisha, uh, I, I love the prophet Elisha. A lot of um, incredible things happen with him. But pick up a uh, second, again, Second Kings chapter 3, um, and let's start at verse 14. And Elisha said, as the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look toward thee, nor see thee. Mm -hmm. So the reason he said this is because there are some wicked kings asking to hear the word of God. Some people who don't want to hear what God says. Some people who are not living the way God told them to live. Some people who are not doing right. The prophet said, look, if it wasn't for this one person, Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't even regard what y'all are talking about. Sound like the man's upset to me. Sounds like he's getting a little frustrated because of who he's dealing with. Now, he might not have been. That's just what it appears to me. I could be wrong on that. But what we do find that relates to what we're talking about tonight is in the next verse. Read for us, Melvin. But now bring me a minstrel. Read that again for us, Melvin. But now, bring me a minstrel. He said, bring me a minstrel. You know what the man is asking for? He said, I want to hear some music. I need to hear some music to get in, Lord Jesus, to get into the presence of God. See, oftentimes when people pray, they're listening to music. Oftentimes, uh, we, we tend to listen to music to get us in the right state of mind to get in the presence of God. He said, bring me now a minstrel. Read what happened here, Melvin. And it came to pass when the minstrel played mm -hmm. that the hand of the Lord came upon him. Lord, my God. Read that one more time, Melvin. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. It's something about when some godly music is played the hand of the Lord just seems to come into place. He's already there now, but you just feel his presence even more when some godly music is being played. It's something about the music. They're looking for a word from God. 
This is the prophet Elisha now. Now, this ain't just no anybody. Elisha has did some marvelous things, being trained and raised under the prophet Elijah, who was also a powerful prophet. But this man, Elisha, look, he's raised the dead. He's seen a lot of stuff and did a lot of things. He said, bring me a minstrel. And the hand of the Lord came upon him after the music was played. Read that next part for us real quick, man. And he said, thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. Now, I don't want to continue reading into this, but the, the point here that is important is that what has happened is that God's presence has filled the place. Now he's in the place where he can hear from God because of the music that's here. Now, man, I want to run because one of the people who is so very famous for playing the music is King David. Run over to the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 13 uh, and verse 8 for us, man. 1 Chronicles chapter 13 and verse 8. And David and all Israel played before God with all their might and with singing and with harps and with psalteries and with timbrels and with cymbals and with trumpets. Read that one more time for us. And David and all Israel played before God with all their might and with singing and with harps and with psalteries and with timbrels and with cymbals and with trumpets. Now, this person here, King David, who we read about a little bit earlier, who played the harp uh, to run the evil spirit off of King Saul, this man really popularized uh, the music. Uh, he, he set people up uh, uh, to play the music. Call, uh, if you will, he set up the bands uh, to play the instruments. And you know what? The Bible tells me that this was a man after God's own heart. A man whom music was extremely important to him. A man after God's own heart. This man, he understood how the evil spirits would be driven away all because of the music. Look, you know, in church, People get fired up listening to the music. People will be agreeing to doing right and saying, look, I'm ready to live right. I'm ready to get baptized. Look, the music plays a role in this stuff now. People are ready to commit their lives to God because now that they're hearing this music, now that the worship and the atmosphere is right, now the hand of the Lord is upon them. And now they're willing to receive the word of God. This often happens. Now, you cannot replace the word of God with music. You cannot do it. It will not work. There's so many people who are the best musicians in the world. And yet, you can't get them to hear the word of God. That's why they're in the condition they're in. But you cannot replace the word of God with music. I just want you to know that. But what we listen to is important. 
See, so many times in my life, I've listened to the wrong things. I've listened to the wrong type of music. Music that had nothing to do with the spirit of God. Look, people, we're listening to music and we know this music has nothing to do with getting us in the presence of God. When we're listening to a lot of this stuff, it's not making us think about God at all. We're thinking about going to the club, going to dance, to the party. We're thinking about things of the world because we're listening to the wrong music. But now I want to run to the New Testament uh, because I want to show you uh, music in the New Testament. Go over to the book of Matthew, chapter 26, man. Matthew 26 and verse 30. Because when we play music, as I told you earlier, it's a form of communication. And so uh, <clears throat> what we typically do is combine music the singing. Matthew 26 and verse 30. And when they had sung in him, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Mm -hmm. Then said Jesus unto them, all ye shall be offended because of me this night. I just wanted you guys to know who was involved with this. The Lord Jesus singing hymns. No doubt there was some type of music. Now I can't tell you what instrument was played. I can't tell you if somebody just hummed, if somebody just clapped their hand, if somebody just patted their feet to a rhythm. I can't tell you what it was. I won't sit here and pretend to know. But we find this atmosphere of music, the atmosphere of singing, being important. Jesus was about to be killed now. That's where we are in this story. Right before he went to the Garden of Gethsemane and prayed, they sang a song first. See, look, I, I believe there's a reason when we go to church, we, we leave the preaching for last. But we need to hear the people to hear some songs so that some of these devils can get off of these people. So that just maybe, peradventure, they might receive the word of God. Some people still won't receive it. But just maybe. After we've had a good, a good shouting time, somebody might receive the word. Maybe. Just maybe now. It's not guaranteed still. Because some folks, sad to say, some folks, and I know uh, I've even been in this condition, some people are only going to the church just for the music because the music's good. I've been there. I thank God that he showed me it's more than about music. Music could not save me. Yeah, it might help me to get in a better state of thinking, run the evil spirit off me. But look, that evil spirit is coming back. If I don't get a hold to the word of God, he's coming back. And even after I get the word of God, he's still going to come back. But now with the word in combination with the music, now I know how to fight him off. Now I know I need to receive the Holy Spirit to strengthen me. So we need the music also, but do not think that church is all about the music. I've talked to musicians before, and they think church is all about them. They think people just come there for them. Sometimes that might be true. But brother, do not think 
that you can replace the word of God. You can't. It is him that gives you the ability to play these instruments. And he can take it away just as fast as he gave it. Faster than he gave it. But I wanted to show even Jesus. I know we say, man, I don't want to uh, get involved with the song now. <laughs> but the book here tells me that Jesus and his disciples, they sang a hymn right before he went out to the Garden of Gethsemane, right before they prayed, right before he was crucified, sang a song. We say it's the last supper. It looks like to me it was the last song also. Last hymn that they sang before he died and was resurrected. So let's run over to the book of Ephesians now, Mel. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18. And be not drunk with wine. Be not drunk with wine. You know what wine carries? Uh, for those that don't know, uh, the next time, and I hope you're not going there to buy you nothing, but the next time you pass by the liquor store, it'll show you wine and spirits. Tony's wine and spirits. I've seen that before. Uh, man, Tony, not me now. <laughs> not me. <laughs> But Tony's wine and spirits, you find a lot of people, they have a wine and spirits store. It gives you another spirit. And I can tell you what, it's not the spirit of God. It's an evil spirit. Oftentimes you're going to receive that evil spirit. So he tells you something here. Uh, in verse, um, what verse were we just at? I lost it already. 18. 18, be not drunk with wine. Read for us, man. Wherein is excess, mm -hmm. but be filled with the Spirit. It's no coincidence that he brought in the wine and the Spirit. And you must remember, back when we talked about the things in the Old Testament, how King David, he wasn't the king just yet, but God had already anointed him to be king. But how he played music to run the evil spirit off of Saul. Read for us this next part, Mill. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Huh? Read for us, Mill. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. He says, there's got to be some music involved. You got to get in the right spirit. Get in the Holy Spirit, not the, the drunken spirit from wine, from beer, from all this other stuff. Because that's the music that we're listening to. Look, the music that people are listening to today saying, yeah, you need a cold brew. You need a cold one. <laughs> that's what people are listening to today. It's not the Holy Spirit. I can tell you that. So he said, be not drunk with wine. Wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, spiritual songs. You need to be listening to godly music to get that evil spirit off of you. People wonder why they're struggling with depression, wonder why they struggle with anxiety, wonder why they struggle with so many things that is not of God. What type of music do you listen to? What type of things are you doing? that are bringing these evil spirits 
upon you? What type of things are you doing? You're doing the wrong things. Read for us, Mel. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The things we should be listening to should be giving thanks to God. You know what, Mel? <laughs> you know the music we listen to as people now. Now, I'm not talking about us. But I'm talking about as a whole, as people. We know that music isn't right because so many times in the past, we'll go to church on Sunday morning. If we just so happen to go, we're going to be listening to the wrong music. So what we would do is we wouldn't listen to anything going to church. We might not listen to anything. We wouldn't even turn the radio on. And if we did, we're going to play some gospel music on the way to church. Either gospel or nothing at all. We wouldn't turn the rap on and the R&B and, and, and the grown folks music that people say. We wouldn't listen to that on the way to church. But on the way out, on the way back from church, we say, well, I've had my feel for the day. I did good for the day. So now I can put back on what I really want to listen to. I don't want to listen to that church music anymore. See, this shows us there's something wrong with that music. We, we couldn't even fix ourselves to listen to it, headed to the house of the Lord because we were trying to get in the right spirit and we didn't even realize. That's what we were doing. We were trying to get ourselves in the right spirit. And so, you know what? God wants us to be that way all day. Not just on Sunday morning before we go to church. He wants us to be that way Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday night, Monday evening, every second of our lives. Even if we're listening to music, why are we not listening to the things that are giving thanks to God? I want to run over to another place, Mary, as we wrap this thing up. In the book of Revelation, chapter 5, and at verse 8, uh, because people tell you a lot of stuff that's not true. People say, oh, well, there were no musical instruments in the New Testament. <laughs> Oh, Lord, help us. No, you have not studied and found the instruments in the New Testament. You have not, because they're there. They are there. In the book of Revelation chapter 5, and somebody still won't accept this, Revelation chapter 5, and at verse 8, now we're looking at uh, a vision now of heaven. Read for us in verse 8, Neville. And when we had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb. Before the Lamb now, before the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, God Almighty, manifest in the flesh. He is on the throne now. They fell before the Lamb. Look what they did, man. Having every one of them harps and golden mm -hmm. vows full of odors. Mm-hmm which are the prayers of the saints. And just before Jesus went to pray, they sang a song. They sang a hymn. And we were told to sing spiritual songs, making melodies, music. And now we find even before the Lamb of God sitting on his throne, God Almighty, they still got that same heart, the same heart that David had way back when 
that pleased God back then to run the devil off of Saul, even though it, it was only temporary. They've got that same harp out again, still pleasing God, playing melodies from heaven. My God. See, the music's important. It's all over this book. Read for us, Mill. And they sung a new song. A new song. We love when a new song come out, man. <laughs> it becomes our favorite. We said, man, I like this song. <laughs> Read for us, Mill. Saying, thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. And has made us unto our God kings and priests. Now run over, Mel, to chapter 14 and we'll wrap it up here. Chapter 14. Because where two or three witnesses where there are two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Look, we're going to find this thing in so many different places that it should settle the argument. It should settle the disagreement. This, this, this music is important in the church. It's important in our lives. It's important. They sing a new song. Look, I want to be in heaven. Uh, when the harp's going, the, the violin, the, the, the guitar, whatever we have, whatever instrument it is, the drum set, look, I want to be there singing this new song. I want to be singing this new song before the Lamb of God, giving him praise and thanks, getting myself and keeping myself in the right spirit. This is how we can be happy. People wonder, man, how can you be happy all the time? How can you be enjoying Look, because I'm constantly listening to music. If I'm not listening to the word, hearing the word, but I'm listening to music, that's telling me to praise God. That's telling me the storm is over now. Look, it's over now. Lord Jesus. These things give us encouragement. These things help us during a rough time. People will say, well, it's not that important. Look, you find yourself sad, I guarantee you. You find yourself listening to some music. Yeah, even if you eat some ice cream, you'll find yourself listening to something. Trying to help yourself get over it. Because it's important. It's important. In the book of Revelation chapter 14, as we wrap this thing up, Mel, we're we're going to go to, let's start at verse one here. And I looked and lo, a lamb stood on the mount of, on the mount Sion, and with him an hundred forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads. A hundred and forty-four thousand of God's people. Look at what they did, Mel. They got together now, and they're going to have some church. Read for us, Mel. And I heard a voice from heaven, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. I'm trying to tell you, music is about communicating. He said the voice of harpers harping with their harp. Look, they're playing this new song. They're playing these songs. 
speak for us, man. And they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were, were which were redeemed from the earth. You know why? Because those other folks, they didn't listen to this type of music. <laughs> they said, oh, that's church music. No, this isn't just only for the church building. This is for every moment. This is for every second. This is for every day. This is for outside of the church, inside of the church. This is for in the shower. This is for in the house, in the car. This is for everywhere. This is for on the job. But people don't listen to this on the job. Like people don't listen to this when they go to the gym. They say, how can you listen to that gospel? <laughs> they say, how can you listen to that at the gym? See, because this gets me in the right spirit. This gets me in the right spirit. I don't have to listen to rap, hip-hop, blues, rock and roll to lift some weights, to go run on the treadmill. I don't have to listen to that. No, this right here gets me in the right spirit. So he said 144,000. They got before the Lamb of God. They went to praising him. Somebody went to work on that guitar. <laughs> they went to work on the organ. They went to work on the heart. But they start having a good time. I know somebody started shouting at me. <laughs> they couldn't help it anymore. Somebody broke out in the dance. That's what David did. He danced before the Lord. Look, he was dancing so much, he was coming out of clothes. <laughs> Clothes couldn't even hold him back because he was dancing so much. This is praising God. But when other people get together, they're going to listen to music at the football game. They're going to dance at the football game, at the basketball game, at the pep rally, at the parade. They're going to listen to music and dance. But something strange about it when we do it for God. May God bless you. I pray that uh, if you're not feeding yourself spiritual music, godly music, music that will get you in the Holy Spirit, not all these other spirits, I pray that you will start listening to music that will get you in the Holy Spirit because it will truly transform your life, your way of thinking. It'll help you to overcome the depression, the, the sad times, the, the anxiety, all the feelings that we feel. Because we're listening to the wrong stuff. It'll help you. But by all means, do not think we can substitute the word of God. Substitute music for the word of God. We cannot replace it now. But we certainly can add music to the word of God. So may God bless you guys. At this time, I will turn it into the hands of Melvin. Thank you once again. Thank you for the um, good message. Uh, thank you. It was great. And uh, one thing that I was thinking about is um how Jesus and God um don't like lukewarm lukewarmness um I'm reminded of the verse in Revelation where he says I would prefer you just be cold if you're not going to be all the way hot I'm reminded of a line in a movie of this young lady she said um you either like your coffee cold or you like it hot <laughs> you don't like it lukewarm um a lot of places Jesus called people hypocrites and that that used to be me. Um, Tony mentioned it. Uh, I used to listen to my J. Cole, my Lil Wayne, Biggie, Tupac, the whole nine. But on Sundays, 
It was Kiara Shear, Tasha Cobbs, Shirley Caesar, Kirk Franklin. <laughs> and soon as the service was over, my whole car hadn't even gotten off the church parking lot yet. Soon as my tire hit that street, oh, I turned back on the hip hop. <laughs> Couldn't wait to get back to it. But um, but that stuff comes with spirits. And we see how powerful spirits are. We're no match for them without the Lord's help. And we saw a great example of that where um, God had made music, the healing of that bad spirit, but it has to be the right music. And as Tony mentioned earlier, we can't go to church just for the music because there are some churches out there that have some really great music, but we can't be saved and make it into heaven just from the music. The word is more important. So that, that's all I really have to add. Tony really mentioned everything in this one. So I hope, as I said last week, I hope and pray that we learn how to how to apply these scriptures to our lives. In one place, Jesus said, study the scriptures, for in them we think we have eternal lives. Another place, he says, you do error because you do not know the scriptures. These scriptures are important. So I pray that you guys got something out of the message. As my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a good message every single week. We would love to see you guys there with, um, and comment, ask questions. Um, visit the website, jmsbible.com slash request. If you have a topic request or send it to Tony or my or the JMS Facebook pages inbox. Our inboxes are always open and we're always eager for questions or feedback or any interaction. So thank you again. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy. And again, counted all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll have yet another Bible study ready to go for you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So until then, you guys have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joy Storm 12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Mm-hmm.